in a world where the Phoenix Suns have Kevin Durant. Phoenix Rising has our boy Mo Traore. Welcome to the PHNX Rising Podcast. That's really the way you chose to do it. Like, I, we're going to get into Mo Traore in a bit, but he immediately goes off the bat with Kevin Durant. Listen, like, we gotta, on, let's, gotta, let's be realistic. We, we got to play the SEO, baby. Listen, it's what's topical, it's what's newest, what's trending. Come on. But hey, uh, ignoring Max, SEO this. can't hear into the shows. <laughs> yeah, but I can. I can translate as best I can. It is already off the rails. Per usual, welcome in to the PH Next Rising Podcast again, guys. I am, of course, Mr. Max Simpson. I'm joined by my counterpart in the flesh, not over a virtual screen in mexico but he's here back in the states mr owen evans how are you sir i did the sounds happiest to everyone except max um <laughs> yeah yeah it's <laughs> yeah no it's been a it's been a week uh yeah. quite a long week since the last yeah. time that we sat down not here but well you were here nice. i was in mexico and uh, a lot has happened since then so yeah. we're gonna have quite a bit to, to really dive into today to get through we're excited. Well, we appreciate everyone joining us on a Wednesday. I know we're usually going on the Tuesday, but you know, one of us, we're not pointing fingers, uh, you know, had to reschedule. Okay, that was Why actually, you fingers was actually on me. That's on, on me. Happy. Ooh, well, we're already getting with Devin, Mr. Happy St. David Day. I absolutely love it. I know this guy's got it towards the end, but hey, appreciate you guys joining us. Got a lot to cover today. A lot to cover both in Mexico and what's on the horizon for Phoenix Rising. First, I know we talked about it a bit on last week's show when you were there for really the first half, but catch us up on what we missed in Mexico. You went a lot a of lot. places and kind yeah. of now that you're here, you're tired, but you're here. How was the experience? Yeah, a lot of things happened since the last time we were on. Of course, the last time we were on Rising, where we were expecting to see him play against the pretty much under 20s on that Wednesday. And then all of a sudden, no, no, they're... Uh, they're playing up at the Estadio, well, what used to be the Estadio Azul against mm-hmm. Atlanta instead, yeah. which is uh, much better test for them, really. You're mm-hmm. playing a team who have won the uh, tournament, the, the Apertura tournament in Liga de Expansión, what, twice in a row yeah. now? So much, much more challenging opponent than Pumas under-20s. But um, yeah, yeah, so there was that. Then they, they played against Pumas Tabasco, and well, everything that happened in that game happened in of course. a... Spell of about five minutes, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then beyond that, there was even more. I mean, I know I'd spoken about it before. The team wanted to go out and catch a uh, game at Azteca. That did indeed happen. Mm-hmm. Um, also got to go along to that, uh, Cruz Azul against Atlas. That was uh, quite a game. And then, yeah, a lot, a lot of things down there. And then they get back here, and suddenly Mo, Mo is announced. Yeah. So, hmm. busy week, busy week. Busy week. Well want to get into a bit about you know rising's performance in some of those latter scrimmages those matches but i guess on your time in mexico any anything to shout out any specific you know restaurants you enjoyed or anything that if i'm that a, if i'm a tourist a lot of go. time outside of the hotel listen listen you gotta Max, eat you gotta eat my guy you gotta eat. yeah i know when you got like an hour between doing things what'd you, you do what'd there, you do there in your hour? No nearby so, you just okay. eat in the hotel like, oh, okay. yeah i could have gone out to that authentic where, where was there within walking distance i think there was a chili's like <laughs> well, there was not exactly much option oh like ne- you had to commit if you were going to go out and actually do something uh given where we were located and to be honest the time just wasn't there so i mean all right well excuse me happens. for excuse me for asking a question trying to take an interest but all right that is good to know that you're just plugging plugging yourself humble brag with all of the work there well then let's segue right into how the teams did again you know in those two up matches what were what were the takeaways? What is something that was did it differ than some of the earlier games they play, play in the preseason? Is there natural progression? Is there still a lot that you think are glaring needs? Tell us. Let us know. Yeah, I think that there there are some elements that definitely still need a little bit of thought about. I mean, look, the main thing that happened down there is people were improving their fitness. Um, beyond that, as well, you just have to bear in mind. I know people will look at some of the results and be. Mm, but they, they had some injury issues. I mean, mm-hmm. Rising was struggling. There's a reason that Liam Mullins was playing as a wing back in the the start of that game against Atlanta, and that's because that's where they were. You know, all the jokes, right? Yeah. We've got to love a good joke about how many wing backs do we need? Well, this last week actually showed that, to be fair, 
Yeah, they kind of need them. Um, They need him because they had some injury issues there. And even some of the guys that weren't injured, you know, you've got people like Channing Chaston. You're restricting the minutes because they're coming back from a major injury last year that sidelined them for a long time. And so you want to be cautious. You don't want to push them too much. Um, Look, I feel as though the biggest question I have more than anything right now is, and it remains on, I think, the the goal-scoring end of things, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Um, Look, I think that Manuel Arteaga had some pretty good stretches of play down there. Yeah. Um, I think then that first game against Atlanta, he was pretty pivotal yeah. um, at times. And I think that what we saw from him was actually someone who has the ability to be quite a physical player. Um, maybe, I, I, you know, I, I kind of want to use the term lump, but I don't want to use it because that's not really what he is. He has the technical ability yeah. as well. With the ball at his feet, he's able to do a lot, but he doesn't shy away from the physical challenges. Like he's, he's happy to get stuck in. And I think that's good. I think that, look, in that game against Atlanta, he uh, the attack effectively ran through him if it wasn't going out wide. Um, so I think that's good. But my question around him still remains perhaps with the goal scoring and the consistent goal scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then it falls down to guys like Danny Trejo. Well, Trejo is currently coming back. He was injured earlier in preseason. Mm-hmm. He, he's got some minutes these last few games. Yes, he did miss a couple of chances that maybe if he was fit, he'd have scored. But um, I, I I just wonder if that's kind of the thing. There's a lot around this team. There's a lot of talent. And a lot of talent in the build-up there. But um, I, I just... that That's the one question I want to see. Now, it's not necessarily... I, I don't think there's any reason for alarm bells. I don't think that it's necessarily going to not turn out well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Trejo, when he gets off and running, will score a fair few. And Arteaga has scored a few goals this preseason, so maybe, maybe we're going to see that turn around. And you could also argue, of course, that Phoenix Rising probably should have scored a couple of goals against Pumas Tabasco in the second friendly. Mm. Um, but I'm, re- I'm really not quite certain is the thing. Um, it, it's, not a, it's not an alarm bells. It's a okay. let's be cautious and not go overboard. If you're, if you're kind of basing these last couple performances, and I guess if you look at the preseason as a whole, if you're like on a panic meter where one is we got nothing to worry about, 10 is I'm, I'm smashing the break in case of emergency glass. Sounds like, is it fair to say you're maybe at like a, is it like a four or five, six? What I'd probably say a three to four, not, okay. a, not even okay. a four to five. Okay, I'm making um, sure. Okay. okay. I think it's mild. I think there's a lot of talent there. And again, I, it's hard sometimes to say this because we saw there was talent last year. We were so big on the fact that, look, some of the players that were there last year, they were good players. They should have been doing a lot better than they did. And so it's hard to just say, well, there's good players, therefore things should be fine. Mm. But I think that to me as a whole... I'm reasonably positive. And I think I'm reasonably positive coming off the week as a whole. It's mm-hmm. not just um, the games. I think even just being around the training, right? The the laughter on the training ground, always a good thing to see. I think that last year couldn't have been much more different than yeah. last year. Last year, uh, there were times when it was just very difficult to be yeah. around them. It was not the best of atmospheres there. And I, I mean, I'm not going to pinpoint the blame on any one individual or any one a particular cause for why that was. I mean, when you're having a a struggle of a season, it's always going to be that little bit difficult. But I I feel as though it's it's just quite a bit there to, you know, it's a good base. It's a good base, a great base to have people all in a good mood, all around each other, all week pretty much. A lot of team building exercises, all the stuff like that. And yet at the same time, you would see Juan pull the team in and have them in in a huddle, and he would be reminding them what they are there fighting for. Who, you know, the fact that they're out there to represent the the crest that's on their chest, and that they've got to remember that they've got to remember who they're there for, who they're representing, mm-hmm. and those moments of seriousness that did appear to be taken seriously. And so, if you can get those two things right. I think you've got the basis of something very, very good. You've got a group that are happy to be coming to work, that are enjoying what they're doing, and they get on well with each other while not losing sight of the ultimate goal. And I I personally feel as though I did see a good amount of that Mm -hmm. over the course of the week. You know, I think it's something that we keep on talking about is with these early preseason games, with all this experience going on, you have to take everything that's going on, the good and the bad, with a grain of salt, and even the happy mood, I would say, is it's an amazing thing. You also have to think, you know, it's preseason, it's much lower stakes. These are when, you know, 
see if this attitude is still here if it's June, July, August, and it's a much tougher stretch when you're in the season. But I will say, when you're going down, especially on an international trip like this, where there's a lot of new faces, like we talked about, and to be able to bring that continuity of, hey, we are going to grow as a team, we're going to grow as a club, on the pitch, off the pitch, that is contagious. And if you're able to strike that early on, that really does do a world of difference. And you'll be a bit more equipped to face that adversity when things get tough. You do have that backing. I mean, listen, it's a lot of the stuff that it's not the X's and O's that maybe people look for. And I get some people might draw that by blow that off. But I think that is an incredibly valuable component that you're getting real experience against bona fide, genuine teams in a professional league. And I think that's incredibly exciting. You know, even if, yes, some of them are, you know, in the lower tier, that's still something where you're going up against app competition. And if you're able to build that um, camaraderie with your teammates in a, you know, at at best neutral environment, but realistically, probably in some cases, perhaps a hostile environment, it's uh that does a world of good. It really does. Yeah. One, one thing there, Michael's comment that's just been popped up there by uh uh, producer Sean, they say about Juan mm-hmm. doesn't have to force positivity. I'll, I'll ignore the rest of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, you, you just look at, at what Juan's like to be around on the training ground. I mean, when we, when we were out there, um, at the training ground when they were training in Mexico City, you'd see that. And I'm sure many of you've seen from the pictures that have been posted that Juan would just get stuck in, right? Yeah. Like the boys are out there playing whatever the games are they're doing to loosen up, you know trying to keep the ball up, trying to keep the ball away from each other, whatever it may be. And you see that the head coach is out there running around, getting stuck in, taking part in them himself with a massive grin on his face. I love that. And it's just, how can you not want to be around that? How yeah. can you not want to be getting stuck in there when you're, when you're buzzed out there getting stuck in and having a great time? It's just a fun environment to be around. Yeah. Um, and you can tell that they're enjoying it as a whole. So, look, I, I mean, to an extent, this is the easy part. It gets harder when you get into the season. And yes, you've got the adversities you're saying kind of of the other play, of the other teams. You've also got that little bit of a challenge yourself of, of working out internally how things are once you start to settle into what is realistically a starting group that's going to be a lot more separate. Uh, and other people who are playing catch-up. And sometimes you'll find that people are a little bit slighted by that. I mean, one thing that's inevitably going to be important, as, as we've noted throughout the preseason, and I mean, we can get into it in a minute, but the goalkeeper race, of like who's going to play? Because yeah. that one especially oh, yeah. is typically with a goalkeeper, you're playing or you're not. There, There is no middle ground. There is no... I, I mean, Patrick Krakowski said it uh, himself. I mean, there, there is no, well, I'm the second best on the team, but I still get playing time. No, if you're the yeah. goalkeeper, you're the backup, you're probably not playing very much. So it's a lot of those kind of things. Those challenges are going to be what's hard in the coming weeks. And I, I, I'm intrigued to see how the team responds to that. I'm intrigued to see how resilient they are against that with the atmosphere that's been cultivated within the team so far. Um, but it, it's a challenge. And it's, look, Juan didn't face that challenge here in Phoenix last year because he inherited this team halfway through the season when they were already at their lowest. Well, this year now, he's had the chance to completely rebuild this team. He's had a full off season to do it, something he didn't really have in Oakland. It was very kind of quick, kind of straight in there, straight, you know, (laughs) got to get you guys in quickly because there's not much time. You know, he came in in, what, around the festive period. So really not that much time. Um, But... This is a challenge now. He's, he's had the full off season to build the team exactly as he likes. And now he's got to make sure that they are ready for it, not just physically, but mentally. No, very true. And, you know, speaking of Patrick, it's it's cool. You actually did a piece on him on gophnx.com. You did a piece on a couple of players and profiles with them. Still a couple more that are going to come. Still a couple more to come, a couple takeaways from the preseason, everything like that. But it's very interesting how you are balancing the team is balancing the positivity that comes from everything going on from this new regime, this new culture change also with, well, everything's all positive, but I'm still fine for playoff time. And that's something that I know you mentioned, Patrick, you, um, you noted in the, in the piece with him that, Hey, it, you're right. There is no, Oh, well, I'm second choice goalkeeper. And I play a few games. It's like, no, people are hungry. Yes. They want to build team camaraderie, but they also want to make a name for themselves. And it's interesting because in the article that you wrote of him, Title as it is Patrick Rakowski, rising aim is more than just making playoffs. And this actually gives us a good chance to kind of reflect because last month, around the first of the month, last time I asked you, 
where do you think Rising is going to finish in the table based on what we know, based on what we've seen, the signings, everything like that. Now we actually have a bit more proof to showcase, hey, how the team is going, how it's progressing, where's the deficiencies, all that stuff. If I recall correctly, and we, we will need to get this on a, a graphic and writing at some point, but I believe you mentioned, I think you said either third or fourth, I believe I said fifth, that's where they're finishing the table. Going off what you've seen, where do you think they stand? I'm still saying probably around about fourth. Okay. Um, I think that, look, what we're gonna do, I'd imagine both of us are gonna say it's gonna be in that same area, that fourth or fifth. Mm -hmm. I think we're kind of relatively comfortable. And we're quite in the, look, I'm gonna be honest, demo views on that are quite in the mainstream. You see a lot of pundits talking about it and it's it's very similar. It's all rising, it'll be right around that kind of area, fourth or fifth this year with the team that they've got. I think that we will know We'll have a much better picture of which side of that home playoff line they're going to finish after, I would say, the end of April. Yep. I think two months of gameplay. So about two months from now, we will have, I think, be able to give you a much more solid prediction as to quite which side of that line they should finish. But I do think it's going to be somewhere in that vicinity. I mean, it's possible they're fighting right at the very top, but for me... I think a third place finish in the West would be a pretty decent return this year. Um, I think that's a very good thing to aim for. And of course you want to aim higher up, but yeah, I think that this look, and I mean, Pat says they're contending mm -hmm. next year with mm -hmm. another in a players, but at the same time, you get to the playoffs. This this league's all about Anyone, just get to the playoffs. Get to the playoffs, and it's Orange County were not the best team when they won it. Not by a long way. San Antonio probably were last year, although yeah. they did, of course lose both games to Phoenix Rising. Um, but but Orange County definitely weren't. Yeah. You don't have to be a very good team. You have to be hot at the right time. You just got to get in. You get in and you've got to yeah. be on a good run of form at the time that you're in. Possibly quite solid defensively, which mm -hmm. actually I, I don't think this team is that bad defensively. Um, I really don't. I, Michael, they say Fede, Fede Varela for like MVP. That. We'll see oh. on that one. We'll see. We'll see. Well, all right. So you're keeping with pretty much your same. I said fifth last time. I'm tempted to say fourth, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep fifth. I want to see some games in regular season. Ask you haven't me. seen any of the preseason games, Max, have you? Okay, well, I want to see. I've seen, I've seen what I've seen. I'm just saying, I want to see some actual regular season minutes. Uh. Ask me again in April, but. No, man, it's it's awesome. It's a lot going on with the team. It's an exciting time, and we just got to keep watching, seeing what's going on. But, you know, speaking of things going on, I did mention last week that we do have a exciting announcement. And you guys, you might have been heard some rumblings, might have been here, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But it's cool because I personally love doing this where we get to welcome someone new into the PHNX Rising family. And if you don't know, well, then now you know, baby, we're with the one, the only circle freaking K. Let's go. We got a whole snack cart, everything like that with us. Look at that. That is nice product placement there. Got chips, snacks, everything like that. I will actually, I'm actually going to take, you want anything? You want anything, my guy? You I'm know? good. I'm good. I'll give it a miss. Some, uh, some orange slices, please, for the snacking. But we love Circle K. Just launched our partnership with them today. Have a lot of amazing stuff going on. Producer, Producer Sean's getting a little something for uh, kettle cooked chips, sea salt, and cracked pepper. People, do, people sleep on people there. sleep on the Circle K brand. That stuff is absolutely delicious. But love what we're doing with them. We are going to be doing a ton of free giveaways with them, all kinds of freebies, stuff like that, tons of different promotions. And the great thing is we are so excited to partner with them and launch with them. Kicking things off, we're teaming up for an awesome giveaway. See on the screen right there, you text PHNX to 31310 for an opportunity to win a $500 gas card. Gas ain't cheap, folks, but when Circle K gives away some free gas card, fuel card stuff, makes it freaking happen. So, hey, enter in, text PHNX to 31310 for your chance to win. See the show notes for details. We're going to make it happen. And while you're at Circle K, you know, you are able to, oh, you know, buy certain beers, certain... Uh, Peak Spears, that is. Oh, ASMR for you. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm drinking a little Suns Brew myself. Uh, you know, got some more classic Wow here. Got some. Oh no, not my classic Wow. A little Colch style. Got to, got to support the Suns and KD because you know no one else is gonna do it, so we got to do it. But hey, 
friends of Four Peaks got a lot of great stuff going on. Mr. Petey from the Coyotes Show is looking at our Circle K stuff as well. But hey, check, come on out to Four Peaks. They are going to be out at the M3F Festival this weekend, March 3rd and 4th. Grab your tickets at m3fest.com. Enjoy a Wowie beer while you're there. And of course, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Appreciate our friends at Circle K. Appreciate our friends at Four Peaks. Let's freaking go. Speaking of let's freaking go, man, we got an upcoming scrimmage against GCU. The friendly op- of the op- preseason. Yeah, it's uh, it's open. It is freaking it open. Is 10 a.m. Nice. on Saturday. Burr, burr, burr. If you are awake at 10 a.m. on Saturday, get yourself over to GCU. Phoenix Rising will be playing their final preseason friendly oh. there. Um, not quite sure what to expect out of this one. Uh, you never really know. I mean, yeah. look, when you're playing an inferior opposition in the way that GCU are, and they, they just are, right? If you're a professional team, you're taking on a college team like that, they're, they're an inferior opposition. Mm-hmm. Um, often you see it's about fitness. Um I'm not sure. I mean, the way that Rising are looking at this, look, I spoke with Juan Guerra earlier. What he said about it at the time was, look, we've got to treat this like a game week. We've got to take it that way because next week's a short week. The trip out east makes it a short week because they've got to fly on Thursday because it's such a pain mm-hmm. to get over to, to Charleston as, as some of the others of us have discovered. It's, it's not easy to get to Charleston. This man's already planning but, travel um, exper- excursions as we speak for Char- Charleston. He's already trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, looking up stuff. is like, oh boy, yeah. what, what do they Oof. have in the South except plantations? Um, but <laughs> apparently you Google it and it's like, that's all that comes up. Great. Um, <laughs> I was having this conversation the other day. Um, but look, look, they're taking it as though it's this week is a game week. It's... Uh, you know, a standard game week, not just preseason. They're mm-hmm. getting towards the the point now of um, you know, you you've got to take it seriously because again, you know, we just over a week's time, you're flying out to to your first away game of the year, and look, there's a few guys I think are going to be borderline as to how fit they are uh, when the time comes around. I feel as though you're going to be looking at alligators there for Charleston, um, but you know, Danny Trejo. How many minutes are we going to see out of him? He got his first minutes of the preseason against Atlante. How many minutes are we going to see out of him against TCU? Um, not really sure. What else have we got? We're probably going to have to see Babakar Jai. I haven't really seen him for a while. Uzo, haven't seen him for a while. Uh, Eddie Manjoma, another guy who is relatively highly rated coming in. Yep. Uh, what are we going to see out of him? Some of the guys who weren't able to make the trip to Mexico City. You've got guys like Darnell King. You've got guys like... Um, who else have you got there? Jose Andres Hernandez didn't make the trip. Mm. Niall Dunn didn't make the trip. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, this is this is kind of the interesting conversation, right? Because how you want to balance solidifying your core. And we're not saying that everyone who went to Mexico, who were in the pre featured in the preseason, is the starting eleven, is in that core. At the same time, and you want to build up that, you know, really solidify those guys who are your starters, build in that chemistry. At the same time, you do want to bring in those players who didn't get that fair share during the preseason. How do you balance that? Especially this late in the game. We understand there's training, there's other things like that, but how do you replicate that in-game action with all these new players still coming in? That's a, that's the difficulty, isn't it? Um, I will actually address one thing here in the chat here where Pat Myers is asking if there's any news on uh, Niall Dunn. Look, it was just short to him. Nothing to worry about. He should be back or fine. Um, just end up staying back in in Phoenix when they made the trip down there again. It's it's short term stuff. It's nothing of nothing of any note um, to worry about. He has played previously in preseason games this year, so that's good. Mm. Good to see that he actually has gotten a little bit of game time out there. But yeah, yeah. So there's nothing really to worry about there. But look, when you're talking about this team, yeah, there's a whole new team. Um, it's taking time and it's hard. Like this fitness and its chemistry is all it is at this point, really. I think. Um, there's not much more you can do. Um, they've had a lot of the tactical side of things. They handled some of that in Mexico City. They've handled that in um, some of their other games as well. They've been able to try things out. Um, I know, of course, that that, that Pumas-Tabasco game was big on just ha- facing an op- opponent that is going to press you, yeah. especially when you're quite fatigued and that team were. Like, it'd been a long week in Mexico City at the altitude. Um, and Pumas-Tabasco come out pressing against them, and it's... A lot of the prep work they've been doing of just making sure that look they um 
Sorry. They, were, they were making yeah. sure they would be able to play out of the back. Yeah. And they were able to find their way out of there. Wasn't necessarily their uh, best performance at doing so, but they got better as the game went on. They found ways to realize that, look, if you got press, mm-hmm. the press coming in, they're under pressure. They're going to have to go a little bit longer, but with purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you can't call it direct football in the pejorative sense of calling it direct mm-hmm. football because it's purposeful it's not just hoofing it forward there's an aim to what they're doing um you know when you look at all of that it's hey i, I feel as though a lot of that is coming down and now it is just again getting those final little connections that little bit more used to your your teammates around you and just fitness and that, that's all it really is at this point yeah it's definitely building about that chemistry uh real quick speaking of chemistry uh I see samantha's Chat in the comment. Well, folks, that's my girlfriend giving me a hard time saying I don't ha- haven't had enough drinks. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, baby, you already missed the Four Peaks read, so well done there. Um, Max, okay, gosh, I hate, this is why I don't like the chat. I don't like the chat because they all gang up on me. It's a tough life out there. It no. gets even worse now because your girlfriend's joining in as well. Uh, the I, chat you know, already bullies you. To, and to, now to, we to got be even fair, more. I did tell her like, Bet you won't say anything because she's like, she's giving me a hard time. She's please, me Snapchat please screenshots. Keep, keep and of course, she's, and I said, bet you won't join in next uh, show. Well, I'm, okay, call my bluff. That's 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 very fair. No, but it is it is about <laughs> don't, don't say things to people that you don't want them to actually follow through on because they will do so. Man. I don't learn. like I don't I don't learn. Uh, no, but it, it, re- it really is <laughs> building about that team chemistry. I know you mentioned a couple guys that we want to see who who has like solidified you think like. They either, I don't want to say they don't need to play in this last preseason game, but who do you think, hey, I would feel okay if they didn't play? We kind of know what we're getting for them, good or bad. I don't want to see this player feature as much, whether that's someone who's starting or that's someone who, you know, I just don't need to see more of them because maybe they're just not in that starting 11 conversation for me. You know, someone who I'd say, actually, I think I've seen a sufficient amount of to make a good judgment on, Emil Cuello. Now, mm. he's a guy mm. who, and it feels a bit like me I'm perhaps saying I don't want to see him. No, actually, to me, he has already solidified himself in my mind as a guy who I want to see getting minutes. Maybe not as a starter, but I want him to be one of the earlier guys off the bench mm-hmm. because what I've seen from him and his involvement in the build-up play, mm. his ability to kind of start those driving runs forward from the midfield and make things happen. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of him out there. I think he's had a really good preseason. Um, so c- come the actual regular season, I want to see him. His position maybe in the squad as, as perhaps that first guy up yeah. is not something that to me is is in doubt anymore. So wouldn't hugely worry me if I didn't see him play on on Saturday, especially because he put in quite a lot of minutes in those games in Mexico City. He's put in quite a lot of minutes over the course of the preseason. I mean, again, I think Juan said it after the uh, after the second game down there. He's probably logged up the most minutes of any player mm-hmm. uh, in preseason for the team. So to me, if he was to miss this preseason friendly, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Um, some other guys. Hmm. Good question here for some of these. Um, hmm. That's tough because obviously there's a lot of guys who still I think I'd like to see get a little bit of playing time at least just to continue shaking off the rust. I don't think there's that many people yeah. who I wouldn't want to mm-hmm. to see. Um, I'd also be quite keen, if possible, to give each goalkeeper one last uh, yeah. half of football uh, in the preseason. Because again, look, I, to me, if I had to guess... Yeah, this right? is, that, that, you're already being into the next question. If I had to guess... Chad, Chad join in, please. Join in. The performance that Rocco Riasnova put in yeah. against Pumas Tabasco, to me, edges mm. him ahead. He made some very, very good diving saves there. Um... I mean, besides that, you look at some of the other stuff. Uh, I mean, Rakov- I mean, it's, it feels harsh to say that because Rakovsky's been good as well. Yeah. Um, I feel as though he's had a pretty solid preseason. I don't think he's really done anything wrong yeah. of any real note. Um, so I, I I don't know. That one to me is really up for grabs. That's really up for grabs. I still don't have any idea which way that one is going to go. Do you have a preference um, on who you want? I don't. Okay. I don't this at this point. We, we were saying, we literally said like a month, month and a half ago, if we ran into this problem come around when the regular season is about to start, we would be thrilled. I would like, the fact, the fact that we have two quality we'll goalkeepers, goal- I love that. And we, I love know, that. We're, we're saying here, we don't know who we want to start because we're not sure who of the two is the better 
one. Yeah, not that it's they're not both who's not who's the good. one that's yeah. mm-hmm. worse than the other that we don't want playing. It's because both of them have had a pretty solid preseason. So I mean, I I think it's it's pretty good news. I personally think it's pretty good news. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm I once said it's not giving him any trouble sleeping at night. Definitely having those two goalkeepers. That's There's no loss of sleep there. So hey, amen. Amen to that. Uh, really quick, seeing Sly's comment. Will we have any Wednesday home games? In the Ooh, 11. Will Tattoo, Gem Show, Street Corner? Man, sign me up. I'm there. But yes, looking at their schedule, they heads up for you. It's a little bit later in the season. Got two of them. Wednesday, August 30th versus Sac Republic. That's actually a really nice match, especially kind of pivotal late in the season. And then Wednesday, September 20th versus Indy 11. So both on the now, later Indy half. 11 one, of course, being the return Revenge. of two. Notable players of Phoenix Rising's past, Aiden Quinn, and of course, who else is at Indy 11? I mean, of course, Mr. Uh, it's Mr. Solo. Solomon Asante. Well, and of course, Emmanuel Arteaga Revenge Game, of course, naturally. <laughs> that's who, that's who, that's That's, two. of course, the headliner. See, that's of course. All, all of this, he leads off with Manu, and, and I'm I didn't lead off with Solomon Asante, maybe. Of course, I didn't lead off with it. I was like, no, we, we, we know what the headliner is. And honestly, by then, that's... Man, we really hope, and that's pivotal, pivotal matches for Rising. Well, we talked about who we maybe think won't feature, not won't feature, who we don't need to feature because we already kind of know what we're hopefully getting with them. Talk about a player who is very new to the team, Mr. Mo Traore, and you happen to get a vid from head coach Juan Guerra about his arrival. Well, I could say to you that... um I I loved when I watch him on video. I really enjoy watching him when we played versus him. And I like him even more now that I have him with us. Um, I see way more things that you can uh, identify on video. If you see the way he trains, if you see how how engaged and how focused he is during the, the video sessions. Um, he's, he's a great kid. He's a great kid. He's still so young and uh, he has huge, huge potential. Again, another player that is very versatile and can allow us the opportunity to to transform and and change our shape if it's necessary without losing the identity of what we want to do. We want to be a high tempo. We want to be possession oriented. We have to make sure that we break in lines, but we also want to do all those things with uh, with a lot of athleticism. And he gives us that. So do you view him as more of a left back then or a center back? Depending on, on, on the game that we're going to play. If, if we're going to play a game that I need them to protect the inside channels because uh, we're going to play versus a nine that attacks spaces and, and we need athleticism in the inside channels, we can use them as a center back. If we're going to play in a game where, you know I mean, um, one of our wing backs is not uh, fully fit or, or cannot go and we decide to use them in a wide area because we you know how we like to attack from wide areas then he can do that role as well. He can attack spaces with speed. He could put in very, very good crosses. He defends very well in 1v1 situations, and he attacks also very well in those 1v1 situations. On top of that, he's fast, he's strong, and he's technically gifted. So with those things, he's he could play for us anywhere in the back line, either as a center back or as a wing back, either in a line of three, in a line of five, or, or a line of four. Okay. All right. Well, that was that was a long video, but I I, pre- I appreciate the context. What did you? I mean, anything you can take away, not only from what he said, but really just anything from the observation from the team. Yeah, I mean, well, the the way he put it is, look, you you can tell he leads off with the when I asked him about which position he's going to play. Well, he's going to be a centre back in some ways. You know, if that's what we want to do, we'll use him as a centre back. I mean, he's six foot three. This guy is. Let's be clear. Yeah, yeah, he's got the mobility to play as a as a wing back, which is actually really good to have in a back three. Um, yet another, another, another one. It could be you a compare it to, You I compare it to, you look to what we've seen in the past that of rising at the center back positions and, you know, the the Joe Farrell, the the James Mooses. And now you look at it and think, well, we're probably going to see Kev Lambert and, uh, and Mo Traore lining up as center backs. And you think, okay, I see good, some mobility. Good, good freaking I see some mobility and yeah. I like the mobility that you're getting out of them. But of course, then that's the thing. He can also play as a left back if you need it. And we did see that in Mexico. We saw him doing that because there were times where just with the, the nature of the injuries and the available players, that's what happened. Um, he put in a lot of minutes of that position against uh, Atlanta. So I, I'm not going to be surprised if we see him on times filling in that left back position but look i think it's a it's a fantastic acquisition for rising to get a guy who's that versatile in the back line 
um, who definitely adds a good bit in my mind for the um, for the fact you know he's definitely got a lot in the in the centre back kind of position there. And hey, it, it's I didn't see anything to concern me given that this guy played two games in Mexico. Yeah. Um, while he was then, of course, known as Trialist One for anyone who was following along at home and wondering who on the lineup card was Trialist One. Um, but I, there was nothing to concern me. I thought he put in a relatively solid shift in both games. And and to me, yeah, of course, there will be some slight things to be improved. But hey, it's preseason. It's still preseason. So there's always going to be some slight things to be improved. I, I personally didn't have a problem with what I saw. No, I like it. I mean, also coming from the LAFC pedigree, I mean, granted, albeit what it is, it's nice that you see someone, even when someone's attached to that, right? We were saying the same thing with Danny Trey, however long or not he was. Like, it has that has that weight. And especially someone with this guy has the, I guess weight doesn't really apply, but the height and the stature, literally, of whether you're pairing with Kev or another center back or he's shifting out left, you we keep on saying this, especially with what we touched on earlier, you can never have enough depth, especially on the defense with extra games being played in the Open Cup and whatever that is. Like, you can never bank on all of your starters being healthy and especially in something like defense it it just never hurts to have it you never know what situation you're going to be in where hey you're up by a goal you're holding a lead you need to bring another guy back there whatever it is like you need capable people who can play legitimate minutes whether it's a full 90 or spot minutes whatever it is i like it i mean the, the profile on him the fact that he has that experience with the team running out as a trialist um and performed you know admirably decently in mexico i like that it's all good signs to see, to see. yeah gotta laugh at this one from michael here of course about vegas thinks they both still play for them uh, of course mo triore <laughs> mo triore and danny trejo both on a social media graphic they posted yesterday uh happy to confirm for any businesses in las vegas looking to buy the uh business ticket slash sponsorships they were selling that yes the, the two players on the graphic are actually uh, phoenix rising players now tough yeah no we yeah. uh don't don't want to don't want to mess with his partners out there in vegas that's a tough look can for i them. just say as a graphic yeah. designer of course don't know how that happens yeah i mean <laughs> have you met you, las vegas lights <laughs> but i mean like you got have you it's met not, las vegas it's not even a, it wasn't not even a graphics thing so much had to go wrong to get to that point for the also, graphic designer i don't i just because uh, presumably it's somebody who works for Vegas. Like, they didn't outsource it. So, yeah, I know, but they're right. not a graphic designer, probably, because this team has, like, five staff members. <laughs> but I'm saying, well, I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is, if you work for the team, how are you not How are you not going to know who is on, who's on the team, who's a part of the club? It makes no sense to me. It's, it's called false advertising. We don't like that. We like real advertising. The Ten Vegas fans won't notice, says Pat Moses. That's true. That's true. No, we, we want to keep it real. The real advertising and... That's why we love our friends at OG's brand. That's like a transition for you. How about that? It is official. They have their new strawberries and cream. Happy balance. Happy balance gummies. And they are live on the shelves at a local dispensary near you. As always, you can find them by checking out OGsBrands.com. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. And I will plug this I and say, I will... Oh, oh I yes, was going to say, actually, of course, last year the OG's were perhaps necessary and this year hopefully not quite as necessary but still always good to have around i mean yeah yeah you know there's you know some people it's necessary some people it's uh it's pleasure and celebratory celebratory i like that occasional there we go i will say this and i'll make this incredibly vague because there's more to come but um be on the lookout for a really fun announcement with us and og's brands in the Near-term future. That's incredibly vague. That may not help you at all. I don't really care. But there you go. I'm putting it out there. It is a real thing. Um, so, yes, OG's Brands, we love them. We also love our friends at Game Time. The se regular season is around the corner. I don't know if you've heard. There's, like, this whole new stadium. So if you don't have ticket, season tickets or... We actually have a picture of the new stadium as well, haven't we? we? Should do. we quickly? Let's just, we let's do. just take a look at how yeah. this is going. Yes, we do. This is from... The Phoenix Rising Twitter um, with a caption, pardon our dust. Um, yeah, man, there's a lot. There's a lot there. Uh, so but yeah, if you want to pick out your seat, though, out of them. You can. I mean, yeah, also, like, man, that's kind of crazy how quickly these things go. Like, people talk about pop-up stadium. Bam. Like, you already got stands laid down, everything like that. I got to bring in the grass. But speaking, he, like the man said, picking your seat, head on over to game time. It's great for buying tickets last minute for you procrastinators, all that stuff. You save up to 60% 
on tickets. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through them. Got a link in the description, in the show notes, what have you. Um, check them out, especially if you don't have season tickets or whatever. But yes, game time, get your tickets, all that jazz. And because there's a lot coming around the corner with Rising. Um, I mean, man, dude, even they weren't even, I don't even know if they were back stateside yet. And they already threw out a save the date for a week from today, March 8th, 6 p.m. at Walter Studios. And listen, we don't have any you know, information, but all I see is just a, you know, a March 8 with a, a kit there. I wonder what it could be. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Yes, indeed. Any, uh, There's a new signing called any, March and any, he's wearing the number eight. I mean, can you, what if, what if that'd be, that'd be, well, all that'd be this, quite the all platform. This, everyone here is like, quite oh my God, new kit, new kit, new kit. And all of this is just Jose Bosch at Phoenix Rising <laughs> laughing at us. He is laughing at everyone because everyone thinks new kit and they're just going to introduce this guy called, with his last name, March, wearing the number eight. It's pretty great. It's all it's going to be. It's honestly a pretty great name. Also, I mean, shoot, if they're not rolling out the red carpet like they did for other signings like that, this guy... I don't know if he's on the radar because I don't know any player named Marsh, but he must be out of this world if that's the case. But hey, all we see is that Walter Studios, save the date, March 8th. I'm going to be there. Might be there. We'll Maybe. See, we'll see, we'll see. Probably not. You know, you, you know, and you know, listen, we'll try to come out there. If not, come talk to me. I mean, I'll, I'm sure they sell yeah, be. Unfortunately, we, some of us, some of us are far too busy when we're doing things like traveling to Charleston and Mexico City in it. All right, this is, this doesn't just, always free up the throw, time that you want. Throwing me under the bus in the process, but yeah. no, come out, come out, come out, enjoy. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'll grab you a beer. Um, and also, you can, you guys, are harassing me in the chat. Harass me in person. You won't. Uh, that's probably a death sentence for me right there. But yes, come out. I will harass see you. him in the chat. Do it. Yeah, huh. do it. Do huh. it. Tough, do it. Tough. The guy's asking for it. Do it. Yeah, you won't. Uh, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> March eighth, a week from the day. Um, we saw the stadium progress all day, but that's not the only thing that was happening. Um, with Phoenix Rising, we also announced a new partnership with Valley Metro, and I think that's something. Right, listen, I'm I'm a, I'm a partnership nerd i enjoy that stuff but in all seriousness i think that's really cool because it allows you to get free uh rail fare when you have a ticket you know so i i truly I, I love that i think it's something where we talked about this it's something that we expected something in this form to happen um but it just makes it accessible especially being you know right by downtown phoenix accessible from tempe everything like that we want to get more people to the games we've already loved the location we already love everything about it um so I think this just makes a lot of sense for the team. But I mean, yeah, I'm curious, you know, who's going to be riding the Metro If anyone in the chat? If you guys are looking to take it, let me know, let us know, you know, maybe we'll do a ride along with you or something like that. We'll figure it out. But um, I think this is just great, not only for the team, but for the community, like f public transportation. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Um, and then another partnership that the team launched with Craft Culinary Concepts. Again, I'm not a, I'm not a, okay, Owen is literally in the chat. Please heckle me. You saw people to trip. harass you in the chat. So, no, I, I mean, said, I said they already you. hassle me in the chat. You can do it in person. Wait, why am I buying a beer for these people if they're You're hassling me? You're buying these people beers. I'm not buying, okay, this is, I need to stop promising things. Um, anyway, like I was saying, uh, team launched a new partnership with Craft Culinary Concepts. Reason why we're bringing this up, the team is looking to enhance the fan game experience, right? So, Primetime Grill returns. There's more points of service throughout this new stadium. And I think the big one for me, it's exclusive food and beverage discounts for season ticket members. I, okay, Owen, get out of here. Max says he'll buy beers. Uh, I, I don't know what those discounts are going to look like, but I just think that's very cool that they are really rewarding people who are investing in the team. It's no secret. And we don't have the numbers, but it's no secret that I'm sure after the team's performance in recent season, you know, in last season, after moving to the new stadium, they're naturally going to lose season ticket holders. This isn't breaking any news. It's just a fact of life. Yet they're also probably gaining a lot more uh, of what they're doing. So I like that they're rewarding people and we'll see what happens. But I, I just like that. It feels like for the first time in a while, we are really putting an emphasis on the stadium experience and not just saying, oh yeah, it's there and you know, whatever. Like, I feel like the team is committing to that, which I'm excited about. I mean, they're in a much better position to plan this yeah. year than they, they were able to, uh, to kind of hiccups. Um, they were able to see, uh, <laughs> sorry, Max care. Jeez. Fucking Pat. Gosh, darn. 
But they're in a much better position in terms of dealing with things like that, dealing with concessions, than they were at the the situation the way it was at the reservation. Yeah. It was it was a tough time down at Gila River. Look, things changed quite quickly there between season one and season two uh, in that stadium. And the overriding um, kind of sense that I got is that they, they just wanted to get out. Um, there wasn't necessarily a degree of trust that had previously been there. The trust was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, it just gets into, how, well, how do you then get over that? How do you move on from that? Um, and look, I, I feel as though, hey, it is it is what it is. It's not um, ideal, unfortunately, to be in that kind of position whereby you, you want out of your stadium, and especially when you can't get out of it immediately. You, But look, they're in, a, they're in a better position now. They're able to... Um, or freely work with what they what they're doing um, with the concessions and other things experience wise off the field. I mean, there's no more worries about the uh, liquor license. There's no more worries. Oh dear gosh. There's no more worries Seriously. about other important things like yeah. You know, I mean, even when they got the liquor license, how they were selling the the alcohol and that all those problems appear to be mostly behind them. And hey. There's even talk there may actually be a sports book at some point in that stadium. Ooh, but of course, cool, cool, until cool. that sports book comes available, Max. Are you. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just set up my I transition? I did set you up for one there, It's Max. not as good as mine, but that's uh, it's pretty nice. You know, uh, you know, not bad for, you know, not being your normal thing. But hey, yes, uh, like Owen said, you know, maybe they'll have a sports book at one time, but it ain't going to be no DraftKings sports book. Baby, they got a lot of things going on. Uh, you can bet on, well, we're not going to even talk about the FA Cup or any uh, competitions no. going on in England because, you know, who cares about those results? Uh, uh, let's know. talk about the FA Cup. No, 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 no. I said let's not talk about the cha- uh, No, a Champions League coming up. It's or- the FA Cup. Well, I, no, 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 no. How did Spurs do today? How did Spurs uh, do today? Spurs, are, are, uh, Spurs have championship gold in their mind, and so they're saving all their ammo for Champions League. Really, what a true winning culture does. Mm-hmm. You know, you see this at a Man City. Yeah, true winning other- cultures lose to Sheffield United. Nah. It's just how it is, isn't it, right? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say lose as much as uh fail to win i would fail say, to I would, win i would say lose <laughs> get knocked out i would say i would say i would say conceded to more important competitions as i'm saying like more important t- competitions the champions league which you can bet on but the you're dra- also not gonna win uh, <laughs> we're playing this one down one goal and we come back at home to the feared tottenham hotspur stadium let's go uh yeah Save for Champions League, save for Premier mm-hmm. League, everything going on. Um, your favorite, MLS. Yes, I see Sly in the comments saying Leeds. Okay, they're uh, actually, yeah, you're with crying emojis, which is fair because they're tough. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on in the world of soccer and everything else. Uh, I think you have some odds you're pulling up for yeah, us, Yeah, I am right? pulling up some odds. So again, as usual, right, we yeah, always yeah, like yeah. to be educational on this show. We I like to like help you understand is is... how betting nope, works. Nope, this is so trap. what we're actually going to do here, I'm just going to go through these odds now. Nope. So right, the Champions Don't League winners, okay. by the way, right? Yeah, we can just so Tottenham Hotspur, okay. Tottenham Hotspur here, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh, if yep, you think mm-hmm. the Tottenham Hotspur are going to win the Champions uh, League, you can get them at odds of plus 2,800. So what's that? That means if you bet a hundred dollars, you lose a hundred dollars. Twenty eight hundred dollars. You lose a hundred dollars. That's what that means. I can't. Nope. You bet a hundred dollars, you lose a hundred dollars. If you don't place the bet, instead you can bet on more realistic options. I mean, Man City, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, hipster, hipster, hipster. Napoli, Napoli are the fourth. Actually, uh, actually, actually, Napoli, Napoli might be hipster pick. Napoli here at plus six fifty. That's actually to be fair. Napoli's actually a that's great value. Wow, because you, th- Man- you think Napoli are a good shout for it? I think. Man- I mean, if you're talking about value, Man City will Man City it. Bayern, eh? They've been shaky. Uh, and Real Madrid, actually, you honestly, think Real Napoli Mad- this time, really. I mean, well, no, because Spurs. Hang on, mate. So within the season that Argentina win the World Cup, yeah. Diego Maradona's old team in Napoli are going to win the Champions League, you think? Well, no, because Tottenham Hotspur are going to win it. But, you know, I All think... Right, but uh, if Tottenham were to not win it... Well, which, which, I mean, if we're playing in complete <laughs> speculation of things that aren't going to happen, sure. I think Napoli actually have a very good chance to win it. I really do. And it could be worse. Yeah. Hey, Devin, how did uh, Liverpool do? Ah, uh, got him. Boom. That's right. They're to add that one in. I mean, look... On a team a... even doing worse than Spurs. Hey, Got him. That sucks, but... 
Hey, you, you know, whether you're watching Champions League or your favorite MLS, whatever that is, you download the DraftKings Sportsbook and you use code PHNX and new customers can bet $5. That's right, five. Get $200 in free bets. That's 200 in free bets instantly only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app with po- code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And while you're placing your bets and all that stuff, Better make them good bets because you don't want to be bad because then you'd be bad like bad birdie. Wow. Transition. Oh, my gosh. Stop. Uh, good job. Meow is a pat on the back for those of you listening Next on audio. Why are you congratulating yourself? Someone's got to do it, man. Uh, yes, but check on <laughs> check out Bad Birdie uh, at badbirdiegolf.com and all the great things that they have going on. Look at that fun little promo code that just slid in the screen. Use code PHNXBB15 as in... What's up, BB? How you doing? Go check out Bad Birdie. Again, PHNX BB15. Owen is cringing. And get 15% off with that code at badbirdiegolf.com. They got all kinds of great swag. Polos, pullovers, hats, polos. I think I said polos twice, but I don't care. They just have so much great stuff. You can look like me, yet better. I'm I you know I'm just gonna move past that because that's just not a good transition for me. It's a great um, transition. Stick on it. Yeah, so you can look like tough. Max, but you look better than Max. Ah, uh, you know, yeah. There we go. Right now, uh, moving tough, on. Tuffy, yes, but no. Check out BadBirdieGolf.com. All that good stuff. Um, man, we covered a lot today. What uh, what we missed? I think you had a little something. something? Yes, yeah, St. David's Day today. Actually, again, mm. we did this last year. You yeah. weren't here, of course. It was a very different looking here. show at that it was. point. Um. We had uh, we had Ramon instead, and yeah. we had uh, Edwin. Deadwin. Deadwin was still yeah, with us at that time. But yeah, it's St. David's Day. It's the first uh, of March, so it's the favorite uh, national day for Wales, really. Um, so yeah, drink into that. Oh, did I already? Oh, here I got you. It's building oh. the tower more. The tower's looking good. You can add to it. Come on, keep keep talking. I will. Okay. Well. well. You, you, you can't toss over to me while I'm in the middle of drinking and think I'm going to add to the tower. I'm going to be honest. I thought you were already done with your beer. Um, yes. Well, that's all. Ooh, Sly with the tower. I don't I don't know what that emoji is. No, Mike, there is no any good transitions. If you, you listen, you love my transitions, so I can come up with something. But honestly, yeah. I don't really have anything else because I think Am we're I good. Am I out of touch? No, it's I am the not. kids who are wrong. Yeah, all <laughs> the, the youth. That is it's wrong. the youth. <laughs> the youth are cramping my style, man. I'm... I got I got swag. I got I got transitions. I got pronunciation, alliteration. I got it all, man. I got it all. All I'm saying is that if Max's transitions were on the field for Phoenix Rising, I would not be predicting a playoff spot. Damn. Damn. Well, let's transition out of that into the end of the show. Yeah, huh? Oh, man, sad face. Max, I'll give you another job in a second. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, and what's that? Add to the tower. I'm, right. not, I'm not adding the tower. Put it on, you put got it a hand. You're not, yeah, I'm not adding to the tower. You got a hand. Well, come on, logo out, bro. Logo out. Uh, you, you oh, gosh, right. I have to do everything. I swear on my life. All right, well, appreciate y'all uh, joining us here at PHNA's Rising Podcast. This is what you guys make get. Sure, make sure to come around, actually, though. Yes. Again, Saturday, 10 a.m. Come yes. say hi. We'll be there. You're going to be there, Max? Of course I'll be there. Max is going to be there. I'm going to be there. It's going to be up at GCU, Phoenix Rising against GCU, the final preseason game of 2023 join us thank you guys for joining us in the chat also everyone complaining like is this what you guys get when both of us are in studio it's what happens deal with it mm. um appreciate you guys on the real i hope to see you guys on saturday uh you won't see that now they're gonna totally do it but yes join us on saturday make sure to bully him in person as well <sighs> you won't uh they will <laughs> you keep saying you won't they, they will max they will we'll see you won't <laughs> anyway uh join us on saturday uh, but thank you everyone for joining us in the chat again i am max simpson you can find me on twitter at Max David Simpson. It's Mr. Owen Evans. You can find him at OJ Evans 18. Owen, any final thoughts as we leave? The beer tower made a decent little. You're darn right. Building. Looking good. Build your own beer tower. See you guys next time.